that uh, I was having, I was going through a lot of stress during that time. And I, when I received it, it was totally unexpected. I was heading to one of my classes, and I passed by my uh, mailbox, and I pulled out the note, and I was like, "Oh, so there's a package. I might have been something I ordered." Went, and I found out it was a care package, and it just cheered me up so much. It was. Uh, I had a really rough week that week, and uh, I thank for the cards that you guys sent me, encouraging me to continue, and for the prayer. And thank you for the prayers also. Um, College is really stressful around this time, especially during finals, and I just thank everybody for their prayers the whole time. Um, all right, uh, we're going to read uh, chapter Philippians chapter four, verse four through uh, verses four through nine. Rejoice in the Lord, and again I say, rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good, report. If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the God of, God of peace shall be with you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful day that you've given us to come and just praise you, Lord. Just uh, help me uh, Portray your word correctly, Lord, and just uh, let the, uh, let me show them something new today, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Alright, so today I'm going to be speaking on three ways to manage stress by Paul. Here, Paul shows us three ways to manage stress when we are really stressful. Um, uh and everybody lives right here. Everybody's alive. Amen? <laughs> Everybody's alive. That means we all have some kind of stress. Either good stress, bad stress. But no matter what, every experience we, uh, we, uh, we have causes stress, which affects us in our spiritual walk with the Lord. Here, in the book of Philippians, Paul wrote this around 59 to 61 AD. And he was uh, in, under house arrest waiting to be tried in front of his first trial against, uh, in front of Caesar. Um, Paul, uh, the, the, where who he got, um, Epaphroditus actually was sent by the church of Philippi with, a, with financial uh, help to Paul and, uh, in a letter saying, uh, making sure how Paul is doing in, in uh, Rome. Eventually, he, uh, Epaphroditus got sick and stayed there. And then Paul wrote this letter thanking the church of Philippi for the financial needs and reassuring them about his situation in Rome and what and the trial, how it's going. Uh, the three ways Paul here shows the church of Philippi to uh, manage stress is three, three main points. Rejoice in the Lord. Pray to the Lord and think about the Lord. Uh, the first stress right here, and I mean the first way to manage stress is verses four through five, and he says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." And again, I say, "Rejoice." What does this exactly mean? 
what, what Paul wrote here. It means that we can have joy through any circumstances we come through, difficult or great. Most people uh, are controlled by emotional, uh, emotional, uh, in the emotions we have that are internal or external as, uh, because of the circumstances we are in. Paul says that when we're rejoicing, we should place our confidence in Jesus Christ. When he says in verse 5, let your moderation be known, he's talking about show the people how gracious you are of being where you are at, even though you are very stressed. It, to reflect the spirit of joy in the midst of difficulty is, the powerful, is a powerful witness to the strength that Jesus, give, Jesus gives to his followers. This is a way we could show the world, hey, listen... I'm here, I'm struggling, but I'm still rejoicing because I have Jesus Christ in my heart. And, and uh, also, Paul, I mean Paul, Peter, when he wrote in uh, 1 Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 7 through 8, he said, uh, oh, let me go there. He says, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, through it be tried with fire, though it be tried with fire, might it be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen ye love, and whom though know ye see him not, yet believe in believe yet believing, yet ye rejoice with the joy unspeakable and full of grace. There Peter says, No matter what, show your show us. Because when we get to heaven, he's going to want us to see, uh, know that we he, we rejoicing for him through through all this stress that we have. Um, Jesus wants to draw our joy out of us when he's when he, we look we look up to him. He wants us to when we're stressed out look up to uh, God and think and have a smile on our face and says, "Yes, we're going through all this stress, but no matter what, we we are with Jesus. Jesus will push us through all this stress, all this." anxiety we just put our faith in him and he will push us through Jesus is all remember that Jesus always is the same yesterday today and forever he is here he is the source of our joy personal circumstances do not carry as much as much weight cuz we have Jesus Christ in our heart through uh the second point is pray to the Lord in times of stress. Verses 6 and 7. Be careful for nothing. Be in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. There, he's telling, he's telling the church of Philippi, even when you're stressed out, stop, relax, and pray to God. Get yourself alone and pray to Him. Tell Him all your stress that you have. Let Him have all the stress worry about the stress and you worry about worshiping Him in everything you do. Give, give 100% effort in everything and don't give up. Stressful situations generate, are generated by natural causes. I mean, we, sometimes we get stressed and we are unex, we, it's unexpected. We, uh, family members are in, in trouble or they're dying, or we're trying to figure out if the future of uh, our, your kids are going to be fine. Just remember that even though with those things, 
we should worry about what God has put in front of us. Prayer helps us open up that gate between us and Jesus so He could come into our lives and help us. He wants us to come and pray for us. In Matthew 6, verse 7, When thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Jesus says right there that we should not pray as hypocrites. We shouldn't. We should pray as what we are. We are children of Christ. We should come to Lord with open hearts and open minded. We don't have to show off that we are Christians. We, we don't have to go out and say huge prayers or come up to the altar and make... If you don't feel like doing that, pray right there where you're at. Stand there, close your eyes, have a one-on-one conversation with the Lord. We can't, always, we can't just show off because that just makes other members sad or other people or visitors sad because they're all oh, look at how spiritual they are. Well, I'm not that spiritual. Let's, let's try to be more... Come to the Lord, but more less hypocritical about it. In Matthew chapter eleven, verse twenty-eight, he says, "Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy hearted, laden, and I will give you rest." Laden, sorry. He there, Jesus says, "Come unto me and pray, pray to me, so I could release you from all that stress." So that way you can finally have rest, the rest that you need, that rest that you've been wanting because you've not been coming to me. The Lord wants us to be to give show him all our stress that we have and it's just when I was in college, an example was that when I was in college there was a moment of time where I actually lost a few uh, assignments that I need to, to uh, um, do. So I had to redo them all. My computer erased them, and I, I had no way to get them back. I, I, it was the day before and the night before, so I had to pull an all-nighter, and I was so stressed about it. I mean, I had lost the notes also, so I had to remember the lecture that we had and tried to go off that. I texted some of my friends and send them, told them to send me pictures of their notes so I can try to figure out what I had. Well, that night, it was about 2 in the morning, and I just could not do it anymore. I, like, I, I just put my computer down. I couldn't do anything. And then I just remembered that I should pray, and I got down on some knees. It was 2 in the morning. My roommates were snoring like crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my roommates. And, <laughs> and uh I got down on my knees and just started praying. Um, one of my roommates actually woke up and saw me and he came over and he just kneeled next to me and started praying with me. And after a while we were done, he's like, you okay? You're going to be okay? I'm like, yeah, thanks. And he's like, yeah, no problem. And he went back to sleep. But I got up and then all of a sudden one of my friends texted me saying, hey, listen, I, I, you can go base it off my homework. Don't copy it, but just I, I use it as a guide. And he sent me a picture of it. And luckily, I got it done by four in the morning. Went to sleep and slept for two hours, and went to woke up to get to class. <laughs> but God, when we get down and pray, you see results. It might not be right away. It might not be. It might not be until like years later. But God has it planned and has it. 
has the great the things he needs to give you in the right time. If he if you pray for him immediately, he might give it to you immediately. You might see the the results right away. Some but sometimes we have to wait. As one as a Christian, we have to learn how to wait for the Lord because he has he has our ti- he has our timeline. He knows when the things are going to happen. He knows when you need them. We can't rush those things. We just got to pray for them. And when, time, when the time comes, Lord will, will answer it. And you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember when I prayed for that. God finally answered it. In Psalms 4.1, David wrote, Hear me when I call, O Lord of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. I have mercy upon have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. Right there is an example of how David called upon the Lord in in, stre- in a stress uh, stressful situation. He told him to have mercy upon him and to please hear his prayer. That's all he wants. The Lord wants uh, to hear us pray to him. Any situation we have, any time we have. He wants us to pray. He wants us to be have a connection with Him, a one-on-one conversation with Him. We might not hear Him again, like in the Old Testament. We might not hear Him, and He might not talk to us anymore. But He wants to hear our voices. He wants us to plead Him, and He will He will hear those, and He'll be happy. We will make the Lord happy the way we pray to Him. It doesn't matter if we don't know how to pray. We we learn over time how to pray, and there's so many. Examples in the Bible of how uh, how to pray. I mean, Jesus. There's a uh, prayer that Jesus did before he got crucified, before he went through all those trials that he did to to God. He prayed to God. He showed us an example, and when the disciples asked him, also he gave them an example. Also, the Lord wants us to pray for him. He he's, he tells it all over the Bible. It says, "Pray unto me, and I will I will I will give to thee." Um, in Psalms 55:22, also something David wrote was, "Cast thy burdens upon the Lord, and He shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer. He shall never suffer the righteousness to be moved." God never promises strength for the next week, but for today. He gives us strength for today. If you pray for Him; He'll give us the strength we need to go through the day. We, we at night we pray, thank Him. And then, think, and then the next day we wake up, we pray, and He'll give us the strength. He He wants us to live day by day for Him, for Him. There's yes, we can think about the future. It's great to think about the future, but the Lord wants us to think about Him as as of like one day at a time, because we don't know when we're leaving. We don't know when we're all gonna die. We just gotta think about one per ourselves as one with Him. The third thing is uh, think while stressed. In uh, verse 8, he says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, just, pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. All of us here, we uh, we like to think about... uh, Things that will happen in our future, always. We uh, or in the past, the things that have happened, and we always hold on to those things. We have to take responsibility of our minds. 
God has given us the capability of doing these things and control and to control our thoughts throughout our lives. We can choose to think negative things. We can choose to say, "Oh yeah, look, I'm gonna. I might die tomorrow. I might die right now. I don't know. I might fall and get a heart attack. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm doing this lesson. I might go and get a, in a car crash and uh, have someone with me, and they die, and I live." Or we could choose to think positive things. As in, for me, I'm getting my degree and I'm going to use it to praise the Lord. I'm going to use it to, to honor our, God, our Lord Jesus Christ. Or I'm going to go to work, but I'm going to show, show all these people that work around me that yes, I am a Christian and yes, there is such thing as a God. Then they can see, it to, see, it me work, see God work through me. And help them and get them to show them that we are Christ like. Uh, Our thoughts are often the source of the greatest stress. And we always end up imagining sometimes the worst. And this is natural for everybody. I mean, we naturally think sometimes that, oh, yeah, something's going to happen to us and we're going to end up in a horrible situation. In something that we will never get out of. The truth is, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. We don't know what kind of stress uh, that we might be into. I mean, we might be thinking, we, we might be here, but our thoughts are somewhere else. And yes, it's, it's, it's something that we, we, can't, we, we can control. It's something that you guys have to be able to control and say, okay, yes, I'm here, but I have to think of what's happening right now, right here, for the Lord. These kind of thoughts are inedible. It leads us to stress and anxiety. We all have concerns, but the key is to not dwell on them. Instead, Paul says to think about what is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We should focus everything we do and everything we want in thoughts on Christ. Yes, we might be thinking, oh, I might die in a car accident tomorrow. But that's tomorrow. We we should control it and say, hey, I'm here right here right now. Like today, we're here worshiping the Lord. That's what we're going to do. We're here, and if we die here, it's God's will. We've already, we've already uh, got saved. We've already accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior. We know where we're going. We know we're going to, if we die right here, right now, we know we're going to see Jesus Christ. We know that He's waiting for us with open arms and, and just to relieve of, of all the stress in life. I've... And in this case, I've always thought, like in college, I've always been thinking, what would happen if I failed a class? I've been at, ver- at points where I've been failing a class, and I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking, what's the worst that can happen? I, if I fail this class, I probably won't be able to come back. I won't, uh, I'm going to be in academic probation. I won't be back for a semester. I, I, how am I going to, what am I going to do during this time? Am I going to be able to find a work, a job, and everything? But I had to stop 
myself from thinking all these things. Because if I would have kept dwelling on all those problems that was happening and all those things that I was t- telling myself, oh, I'm going to be failing this, I'm going to be failing that. I can't perform my solos because I didn't practice enough this week. I can't, uh, I can't read music because I've been lazy about it. No. I had to stop thinking and be like, okay, today I can get this, this, this and done. I know I have the time. I have time management. I can do this. And I start thinking positive. Yes, I'm failing this class, but I know if I go talk to my teacher, he can give me some extra credit, make me do some papers, extra papers, extra homework, so I can boost up my grade. And I went and yes, I did all those things. I went and I talked to one of my teachers, and he's like, "Yes, I'll help you. I'm glad that you came to me. I saw your grade, and I was hoping you would come to me and talk to me." And he gave me some extra credit. I mean, I because of him, because of me, forgetting and dwelling in those all those worst thoughts about me failing, I was able to go and talk to my teacher, and he was able to help me by help me pass that class that was failing. Same thing with my solos. I was so I was thinking the worst because like because I'm not I'm not where I'm supposed to be because I never had private lessons in my life. Everybody else, they pick up music and it's nothing. And I, ha- I, I can be at their level, but it takes me time to read music. It takes me practice. I got to put in 16 hours a week and practice and my horn and just practice over and over and over again. Repeat, repeat, repetition. And that week, I didn't have that much time. And I went up to my private lesson teacher and he's like, listen, you got to make time. Don't think in the negative. You've already practiced enough as you can. Think in the positive. Think, yes, I haven't practiced, but I know this part perfectly. I know this part perfectly. And play those certain parts uh, the way you know how to play them. Push yourself forward and don't dwell on those thoughts of negativity because it will just pull you down in your performance. It will just make you think miserably and then you'll just play the whole song wrong. All of it will be incorrect. Your technique, your tone, everything is going to sound horrible. But if you just focus on those things you've already done and focus on those and think positively and say, yes, I don't know, yes, I don't know this song, but I know most of it enough that I can get through it, I can push myself through it, I can make, I can do this for uh, for the Lord. No matter what what uh, no matter what you do, do it for the Lord. And I went up that that next day. I went and I went to my repertoire class and got up. And those words came into my head, and I was like, "Okay, it's time." I played it, and I did I did really well. I I, I did way better than the last performance. And when I was up there, I had to think to myself, "I'm not thinking of the negative things. I'm thinking of the positive things. I know this phrase perfectly well. I'm going to do it with great tone. I'm going to." blow these people away with my music. No matter what situation we are in, we got to always believe in the Lord. we got to always think, hey, the Lord is with us. The Lord will give me the strength and the power to do all this by my, with, with Him by my side. And James 4, uh, 14 through 15, chapter 4, verse 13 through 15, He says, Whereas ye know not what shall be in the morrow? For what is your life? Is it even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away? 
For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. There, it tells us to just think of the Lord when we're doing when we're in stressful situations. Think about Him. Don't worry about tomorrow, because the Lord has that prepared. We just got to worry about today. We got to worry, think about the positive things that will happen today throughout the day, no matter what situation we're in, no matter what's going on outside of the world, no matter what. We got to stay positive. We got to say yes. We can go and save, uh, get people saved, and bring people to the Lord. We gotta have that positive attitude. If not, we will, we will, you will see, I've seen this, Christians that don't believe in that and always think negatively, oh, this person's never gonna get saved. I've tried talking to him for the past two years. He's never gonna get saved. And what happens? That person sees that negativity in, in those negative thoughts in this this other person who's trying to get him saved. And he thinks, why would I, why would I get saved? This guy's always thinking negative. This guy is, uh, always thinking negative. So what? What's that? What's that whole pro, like? Why is? Why should I become a Christian so I can think negative also? We should show him that we also think positive. We should so, show him that we have positive. We think positively. We we are always, no matter what situation, no matter how stressful things are, we can be positive. And that person will see. Oh yeah, okay. No matter he, this guy's going through something horrible, but. They're happy because they have the Lord in their lives. The Lord is relieving them of their stress throughout no matter what situation they're in. God's words gives us many ways to manage stress. The book of Philippians is just one. Paul right here wrote, it's just one book that Paul wrote. There's other books. And they they all show us a way to guide us through the stress, no matter how difficult it is, and helps us bring, gain peace and minimize the things bring, that bring on uh, from stress and depression. Ask Jesus to help you. He sees everything that you are currently facing. He always does. He knows what you're facing. He knows what's going on with your life. He sees what you, what's going on, and he knows what you need. He wants you to pray. If you just go through the day and you're stressed out and you never pray to Him, how is He going to help you? He wants you to come to Him. He wants you to come to the Lord and say, Hey, and just say, Hey, I need this. I, I need help. I, I'm so stressed out right now. He, he expects us to talk to Him because He wants to give us what he, we need. He wants, he wants to be willing to give us the, the right tools for us to continue without stress. Rejoice that He is in charge. Pray and ask for help and keep your thoughts on Him, not your surroundings. If you do, the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and mind throughout your whole life. No matter, no matter what, just remember that these three things, rejoicing, Prayer and th- uh, the the way we keep our minds thinking, it's the way we can we we can manage our stress. It's just three ways that Paul easily shows us here in chapter four. Um, at ch- uh, college when I, uh, the first semester I was there, I was uh, I was super stressed out because I knew nobody, absolutely no one, and it was. Uh, 
Yeah, we went to Sun. Uh, went to church that week, and uh, it, uh, we went. I went in, and I didn't. I sat by myself up in the balcony, and because uh, I didn't, uh, they told the host to stand, sing a chorus, and uh, this chorus, uh, it just it's helped me ever since I've heard it. It just, oh, uh, it just gives me strength and reminds me that we put our faith and our strength in Him. No matter what situation. Uh, it goes, You are my strength when I am weak. You are the treasure that I seek. You are my all in all. Seeking you as a precious jewel. Lord, to give up I'd be a fool. Lord, you, you are my all in all. Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy is your name. Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy is your name. It's just, this song is just, I, I took it into heart, and whenever I'm stressed out, I always rely on this song and it just helps me think that no matter in what situation and no matter in what mood we're in, Jesus is always there. He's our precious jewel and He is the Lamb of God and we should always, always depend on Him no matter what. Um, uh, thank you all for listening. Um, I'm going to pray and yeah, I know it's a bit early. I'm sorry. <laughs> but... Uh, Let's, let's pray. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for me to uh, be able to come and talk to the congregation today, Lord. Just uh, pray and take care of each other and just uh, hope that they got something how to manage stress with you in their life, Lord. Just pray for anybody right now that's suffering with stress. We just help, just help them find a way to uh, relieve it with you, Lord, in their life. No matter what situation is going on right now, Lord, just please protect everybody that's here and just have them a wonderful day. Uh, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.